would have believed in the last years of the 19th century that human affairs were being watched from the timeless worlds of space. No one could have dreamed we were being scrutinized as someone with a microscope studies creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Few men even considered the possibility of life on other planets. And yet, across the gulf of space, minds immeasurably superior to ours regarded this Earth with envious eyes. And slowly and surely, they drew their plans against us. Hello, but nuggets. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Amazing Scubble, and this is the Lamsey's Garden Radio. And the other I mean, eventually I can't help but think Square Enix is going to get pissed off, especially with half the stuff we've said and done on this show under that name. Um, but yes, we are also joined by the always amazing Jen. I'm not worthy! I'm not worthy! Which, which is true, and we also have Oz here again. Welcome back, dude. I want my baby back, 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 So, Jane, just before we came on the air, was threatening me with something. What was that, love? Love. I've told you this before. They would fear me at that place. No, all you've wouldn't. got to do is get them all in a room, just say, wouldn't it be a shame if someone mixed up your heart medication with laxatives? No, it doesn't work. All you do is get oh, a doll, paint its cheeks red, and say it's a jigsaw killer. One of my residents was trying to steal a kiss from me. Well, in all fairness, that, you know, that's understandable. You are amazingly beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to take a guess here. No teeth, and they want to use tongue. Oh, oh, can we stop talking about your ultimate fantasy for a second and start uh, get back to what Jen I'm, was saying? I'm <laughs> not. But Jen, you can put the, you can put the camera away back in the drawer again. <laughs> no, no teeth and tongue. That's Wayne Rooney's ultimate fantasy. Old person. So uh, yeah, how how did it work, love? Did they get the kiss? No. Uh, so I had to convince them that they couldn't do it. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about, um, I found that recently between uh, the shows. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, um, what was it, uh, Andrew Torbo who created Gab. And he was, he goes around, oh yeah, CNN fake news and stuff like that. And then he says he gets these um, news from the, uh, like the politics board on 4chan. This is basically like me saying that Encyclopedia Britannica is all your bullshit and then looking on Wikipedia. Every Wikipedia <laughs> article should start with the words, I reckon that. <laughs> I mean, so, I, I can't remember what it was. Something wants me to find something out about it. I checked something off. I, didn't, I genuinely didn't realise it was a Wikipedia entry, actually, for a few seconds. And then all the way, like about halfway through, I just saw the words, shut up, Kevin, put in. <laughs> Literally just in the middle. It's a very concise article, accurate or not. It's presenting it as accurate. It's presenting itself as mature and all that lot. And then all of a sudden, like at the end of a sentence, midway through, shut up, Kevin. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a sound that Jen is easily amused by. 
Let's sound again. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't got the Nintendo Switch, it's an amazing console, you know. You've got some great... I mean, this week alone, you had the much-delayed Western release of Puyo Puyo Tetris on it, and Mario Kart 8. But, you know, despite all of that, you know, because, I mean, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure whether I was going to get Mario Kart 8 again or not. I did, and I'm glad I did, because it's nice on my tablet. But forget all of that. Forget, you know, the innovation in it, in it or the design or the fact that it's an incredibly popular console sold out absolutely everywhere. What Jen likes most about it is... <sighs> Mind you, what did you say about the PSP? What did you say about the PSP when I bought it for you, love? That was cute. Yeah, and what about the 3DS? What did you say about that? It was cute. Now, according to you, cute means ugly. <laughs> it depends on what it is being referred to as. Right. Now, cute means cute, love. I know Americans like to change their definition. Yeah. Of, you know, for example, when North Korea has a weapon that can't fly anywhere, it's called a weapon of mass destruction. When the U.S. has tens of thousands of them, they're known as weapons of mass peace. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you know this or not. What's sort of Australia's nuclear deterrent like? Because, I mean, obviously, you've probably got access to Trident or, like, you know, like the British like, weaponry as well. Because, I mean, if you guys just, like, got invaded or something, we'd instantly be there, wouldn't we? I mean, yeah. you, have you guys sort of, like, got sort of nukes there, or do you just threaten to throw, like, cans of fosters at them? No, we've got nukes here. Well, what's the range of them? However, however hard you can throw the boomerang on it. <laughs> I, I would like to see an Australian nuke be deployed. All right, mate, drop, drop the bomb there. All right, sure thing, but just these massive cardboard flats with a Foster's logo on the underside from the box they recycled. Dropping. The Australian Air Force is so low budget, they literally just stack a rocket underneath user and ostriches off. No, that was that was the that was the end scene of Young Einstein two. I didn't realise there was a second young Einstein. Yes, there was. And they and they and they basically reclaimed the island by throwing beer cans across the across the horizon at everyone. <laughs> it, it, can you imagine if that's how the Aborigines were like in Australia? Like, because I mean, you're, uh, mem- memories are short, you know. I mean, I'm, especially when it comes to history. I mean. You know, Australia and the United States, you know, I mean, Britain has several thousand years of history, and you both have, like, a week last Thursday. And, love, you know, like, how the U.S. goes over to places like Afghanistan and kills a load of farmers defending their land? Could you imagine what that's like? Has that ever happened in American history at all? Have you ever had people come over there and, like, pick a fight with a load of farmers and try to steal resources that don't belong to them? Can you remember... Anyone perhaps wearing a red coat that would have done that? Mm, don't know. Back in the same. Oh, dude. Love, love seriously. Think, think about what I've just described there. Mm-hmm. Have you worked it out yet?
GX is there with Hey You. So, love, I was saying about like, American history and the US, for example, going halfway around the world, having a fight with a load of farmers and taking resources that ain't necessarily theirs. Does that remind you of anything in sort of like American history where perhaps some people came over there that weren't, shall we say, welcome for a long period and picked a fight with farmers and lot wanted resources weren't particularly be you guys. There we go. Oh, always, always tickled me when Americans go, oh yeah, well, all these immigrants should go back to where they came from. I'm thinking, that's all very well and good, but the one problem is that England doesn't have anywhere to put 300 million fat bastards. Hmm. Last time I checked, is pretty much everyone in the States was a descendant of an immigrant. Oh, uh, it's like my my favourite the other day. Is like, I was in a Twitch chat and somebody goes, "Oh, you can't be English. English is a language. Like, if you're from like England, that makes you British." I'm thinking, like, if you say you're from Britain, that makes you British. If you say you're from England, that makes you English. For the same reason, if you said you were from Scotland, you would be Scottish. I'm well, not according to Gail, she be not from the United Kingdom. What a lie, According to Gail, she's none of those. Yeah, she's Scottish. What was the last one? She said she was American. No, no weren't she Irish Scottish with the last one? No, she was American because you were saying that... Um, no, no, she definitely said... Because didn't she say she was going back home to Ireland or Scotland because she was Irish and Scottish? I said, yeah, she posted that. Yeah. I mean, the, it, the weird thing, she changes her nationality more times than social justice warriors on Tumblr change their gender. And can I just say, guys, there are two genders. I play attack helicopter and mayonnaise. <laughs> you, you, just, you just like I showed you those two, didn't you? <laughs> Do you see... I showed you the, the, the debate one about the mayonnaise one, didn't I? Uh, I think so. If, if, love, um, I don't know whether you've got your computer set up or your tablet or anything like that. I want you to go onto uh, Google and I want you to do an image search, image search with the words Luigi Death Stare. <laughs> That's, you know, like Ma- uh, Mario's brother, Luigi, and then Death and then Stare. <laughs> and when... Uh, Luigi hits you with something like a shell and then passes you. That is the look on his face. And even Nintendo adopted that idea in the end. He genuinely does look like he's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I love you, Magic. I love you, Magic. By the way, I mean, people have obviously seen the finale now, and if not, spoiler alert, plug your next plug your ears or skip for the next 30 seconds of the archive or anything like that. But on person of interest, Carl Elias is now dead. And I'm I'm sorry, but you're thinking it'd be something more complicated than just a bullet to the head. Mm-hmm. Right. I was back on the way in, I think. Okay. Everybody breathe in. Yeah. <laughs> And then, hold, and then hold your breath because he stinks. <laughs> I just had a shower about 20 minutes before the show. Yeah, but in all fairness, that did take six months. But I, I just think, you know, Carla Lice's death in <laughs> should have been a bit more dramatic other than, I mean, he did do it sort of defending 
for like you know Harold Finch, yes, and that like they did kind of have like sort of like close relationship at the end of it, but yeah, mind you, making Root and Shaw like all of a sudden like muff divers like just hey, we're both stone cold and heartless. Should we make them lesbians? Yeah, that will appeal to the social justice warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Aussie Poos, do you watch uh, Person of Interest at all? No, not really. I, I think for me that started going downhill for like, on the third season when they added Root in as a main character. You know, she she's this little geeky girl that was abandoned and spent all her days in the library playing the Oregon Trail. And from that she became an expert hacker, an expert martial artist, expert at firearms, and a sociopathic maniac. No, I, mean, I qualify for about half of that. Mm. I love you, my Jen. I love you, Mister. I tolerate you, Oz. <laughs> <laughs> that's more than I hope for. Yeah, that's okay. It's more than a gal could ever hope for. We're, we're trying to work out what nationality she is this month. Have you got any ideas? Uh, Turkish. Even though she's not here, let's go with that. She probably she probably says she is Turkish somewhere or other. Uh-huh. Turkey's on the border of Europe and Asia anyway, and because uh, she is, that, she was one of the founders of the whole Ottoman Empire idea, right? She thinks she's part of the Ottoman Empire. No, I think she was the one who established the whole idea. No, no, the, the Ottoman Empire are actually slightly focused. It, it, it's kind of like I dare say you've heard it a lot of. But you get on all these people that are comparing Trump to Hitler, which I think is bang, bang out of order. I mean, yeah, Hitler had Trump a plan. Do- yeah, <laughs> Trump, Trump doesn't have a mo anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it would just be not so fu- funny if somebody had said that to him. He'd probably wig out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh. And, I mean, some people... I mean, his next... What, in 2020, do you reckon it'll be a landslide or do you think the CIA will come up with an even more ingenious way to assassinate him? Well, it, but, no, it'll be, it'll be Obama and Putin tapping the phone lines on the internet again as an excuse. Huh? It'll be the same excuse about Obama and Putin tapping his phone lines and everything. I'm not, well, it's never his fault, is it? It's always everyone else's fault. He's like, oh, you say mean things about me, you fake news! Like you're seventy, you fuck with. I've I've seen seventy year olds that act more mature than you. They mean things about me. And people are saying that you know it's ironic how the fake news websites and the fake news websites you're getting places like Breitbart and all lot who not promoted this whole Pizzagate crap that even Alex Jones said was a load of nonsense. But here's the thing with Alex Jones, he's saying that it's the mainstream media's fault that he got it wrong. I'm thinking they were saying you were full of shit this whole time. And looking at the size of him, he does look like there is a load of impacted fecal matter there. <laughs> oh, come on. In, in all fairness, if you, if you pop Alex Jones's belly, you'd want to get a bit of distance between that and the cattle prod. Yeah. You, you'd just be wiping it away from your eyes like in a cartoon. Run away! Run away! Oh. <laughs> but no, it's... it's the thing is, I'm willing to bet you could tell one of these guys, like, the craziest story going. Oh, what proof have you got? Well, you know, uh, um, um, well, 
Trump says it, and you know Obama says it's not true, so it's obviously true. And I know it's, I know it's kind of like tradition for whatever governments around the world to always blame the previous administration. You always do, you know. When David Cameron didn't quite get in with uh, Nick Clegg, he blamed Gordon Brown and Tony Blair. Tony Blair blamed sort of like you know the previous lot, like John Major and all that lot. Yeah, well, that happens in Australia. Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly. It happens everywhere. I mean, we, we had we had um, John Howard in, and then the pre the, the ones which followed him, Tony Abbott and uh, oh, d- dumb bitch, uh, the redhead clown, whose name I won't even bother mentioning. Basically, they were up to the election spending um, something between one and three million dollars a day on bullshit. And so they took all of the surplus we had and turned it into, I don't know how many billion dollar deficit. Well, I mean, it's like, again, you know, people don't, people said that was, um, what was his name, Clinton. He ended up something like, um, so like a 250 billion surplus. I'm like, okay, yeah, he, he did, you know, he nearly got impeached. But here's the thing, if you can take a deficit and turn it into a surplus of a quarter of a trillion dollars, let give the man a blowjob, okay? No, that's what happened with Howard. Howard did that, and then they just basically emptied the coppers out, and now we're in debt again. Yeah. When all, in all fairness, you're kind of uh, in debt anyway, considering we offered you guys independence, and you were smart enough to turn it down because you knew you'd be even more in debt if you did. We'd be more in debt because of all the booming money that we spent on the paper on the paperwork and the flag and everything. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd also have to. Wouldn't you have to redraft the constitution as well? I yes, I guess we would. Yeah, because we have to need what we need one law to replace every law that was existing. Yeah, which is what happened when Australia was firstly, um, when Philip came over here and then uh, after Cook, and, and basically came in here and claimed that Australia as part of the British Empire. Yeah, they did not then, take the Aboriginal laws and rewrite every other one under common law, which is the reason why the Aboriginals got right to compensation now because they did not follow the common law. That actually exists there. Well, I mean, technically, any country can do that. Oh, I mean, you know, if another, if I started up a country in my bedroom, for example, I could say I acknowledge every single existing law of the United Kingdom. There's nothing to stop me copying the laws. But yeah, as long as you replace these laws with the exact same law. Yeah. But they have to be documented and charted under the whole thing, and then realised that's the constitution. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, could you imagine if sort of, a bunch of people came over to the country and forced you? to live by laws that you don't want to and stole all your land and forced you to live in like arid areas, you know, of reservations, uh, you know, after trying to get laws to sort of like murder you and even putting it in the Declaration of Independence. Can you imagine anything like that, love? But you know, ring to mind to you, love, you know, can you think of any people likely Navajo, the Cherokee, you know, any, anything like that? No, no, no. So not the Sioux or anything like that. Patches. Mm-hmm. No. No. Uh, just checking. No. But the, the national anthem of yours, of course, would be something like "21 Pilots, Heathens." Only the word "heathens" will be replaced with Scott. With, with Scott. Have, have, have you not? Have you not generally seen the sixth verse of the British national anthem? I thought. Go, go ahead. Look, look it up. Oh wait. Look at the sec. Look at the sixth verse of the British national anthem. 
It basically says that as an English person, I can kick the shit out of the Scottish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no. Can you, can you imagine if I? I think if I had a, like a national anthem myself, fuck twenty-one pilots. I'm not a fucking twelve-year-old girl. I mean, let's that, face it. It would have to be something by Bon Jovi, wouldn't it? I mean, when you, you know, Harry Quinn, you got Jen. You're Jen. <laughs> oh, no, no, Jen, Jen would be the UN sanction against weapons of mass destruction. Uh, no, 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 no. She's already, uh, she's already a um, endowed with two weapons of mass destruction. Oh, three. Yeah, but enough about the trousers. Oh, here, here you go. The sixth verse of the British national anthem. Lord grant that Marshal Wade may be by mighty aid, victory bring, may his sedition hush, and like a torrent rush, rebellious Scots to crush, God save the king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, basically, Scotland, if you guys want independence, there's going to be a fight about it, and we outnumber you fuckers ten to one. I like Scotland, but I just want to see sort of like the English Defence League get the shit kicked out of them by a bunch of people in kilts. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like fox hunting. What I reckon you should do is you keep the idea of the fox hunting, but you move it along. One. So basically, what you do is the, the people doing the hunting, you get you have them as the hunted, and you basically get a load of working class people chasing after them. So, you know, force them to wear sort of like a dress of £20 note to get a bunch of, like, you know, chavs. Just say, let no. your gyro there. No, so no, no, I, no. I just want to hear, oh, my. If, if, the, <laughs> if the British National uh, um, if the British Army turned up on the steps of the White House, Trump walked outside and stood there, then all of a sudden, if they all grabbed hold of their kilts and dropped them, I think Trump would cry and run back inside and basically say, OK, country's yours. No, you, you, every last you, do one know, you do know, though, that Trump is actually of Scottish descent, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's still... He, he's his still proper surname is Grump. I better not say that on the Alex Jones show, because he might accuse it of being fake news. <laughs> yeah, but Trump went through the whole thing of policies, and he had that disgusting yellow wig, and he could not even afford to dye his eyebrows Matt Color. <laughs> yeah, but in all fairness, he is bankrupt, and that is why Trump is the perfect person to fix the economy. A guy who has gone bankrupt four times and has just given a load of tax breaks to uh, multi-billion uh, conglomerates. I mean, there's no conflict of interest there, is there? No, because all of his actual money is in companies that are basically in his kid's name. Yeah. And they're running them. Well, he's done that. He's done that with his businesses now to, to say, yeah. to, so there isn't a conflict of interest. But then he's just given big businesses, or he's saying he's given big businesses these tax breaks. Because I mean, let's face it: three and a half years' time, when he's looking for a new home, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the the uh, U.S. has its uh, first real Russian president. Uh, I know after its puppet president that it's got now. I can't help. I mean, it's kind of moved along one. When Blair was in charge, we all accused him of being Bush's lapdog. But now it's, it's brilliant. You know, it's, you, you've just got Putin saying jump and you've got Trump saying how high. But before Blair, you had the Iron Lady. 
Yeah, but come on, in all fairness, the world feared her. If she said she was going to do something, yeah, she would do it. She had more said, balls than the rest of the cabinet. Just just like when we had Reagan, when they had Reagan in the US. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Reagan was intimidating, wasn't he, love? <laughs> when he said something, people actually listened. They did not call him out or anything because they're like, he said it, he actually means it. But I mean, what's the latest scams right now with Trump at the 100 days or whatever? I'm like, in 100 days, I did this. It's like, yeah. But Dickie Vorty, you basically overrode the whole of Congress. So, um. Yeah, and the, and the thing the thing is, then the Senate or whoever overruled his executive orders. He's like, you can't do that. He's like, uh, the Constitution here says that we can. Fuck off. <laughs> and it's yeah. just brilliant. He, he's used to being an executive of a business and being able to do what he wants, but now he can't do it. He's just throwing temper tantrums. I mean, let's face it. The last, the last person who has ever been under this much scrutiny for deceitful business practices was Tricky Dick, weren't it? <laughs> Do you remember him, love? <laughs> you know, go, go, you know uh, having very short stays in hotels that he shouldn't have been in, or some of his aides. Oh my goodness! Protesting that he was not a crook. <laughs> How did that work but, out for him? I don't know. But I wasn't it, here. But, but see, the problem he wasn't there. He was he was impeached in the seventies. Love. When was you born? Uh, like I would know what was going on at that time. Well, watch this, love. I'm I'm gonna show. I'll, I'll sit down. I'm gonna show off here. Okay. Actually, probably sitting down that way. In 1939 to 1945, Britain was involved in the Second World War. However, I know this despite the fact I wasn't born until 1984. I, I know, I was, I was just speechless, ain't ya? The, the fact that I knew no. something that happened before I was born. Because I mean, you hey, know... An American should know like, one of the most important things of the last 50 years of American history. But but as a person who comes from the UK, Scott, you also know, even though you've been to a shopping centre and you've gone to the refrigeration department, you still know that milk comes from cows. What about goat's milk? Comes from goats. But soya milk. <laughs> comes from soya bean. Uh, uh, what? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where is it? Uh, it, 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 it's a song for Jen. What about this kind of milk club? Well, music on top I'm not 
I love where it mm-hmm. speeds up and slows down there where, where the stream lags for us. So, mm-hmm. Jen, want to bitch about work? You usually do. No, I'd have to go there tonight, yeah. So, other than that... Who are you and what have you done with a real Jen? You better be drinking coffee right now. Well, yeah. Excellent, Smithers. Maybe she had a conference with the Pet Rocks before the show and they told her just to shut up about that topic. There's no way she'd listen to something uh-huh. so intelligent. Anything, love? <laughs> I don't get that because you listen to rock bands. Rock bands, yes, not Pet Rocks. The rock bands can play the instruments. Yeah, well, first it's like <laughs> Pet Rocks. Especially, especially the Stone Roses. Stone Temple Pilots. Um, what else have we got? The Rolling Stones magazine. Um, come on, there's got to be something else, isn't there? There's got to be something else with stones in their name as band. Blackstone Cherry, we count them. I'm just trying to think. Twelve Stones. You're Googling now, ain't you? Bands with the name Stone in it. No, no, I was just answering oh. someone's question. Oh. Rolling. Um, We've done the Rolling Stones. That was like the second one we named. Um, you got to yeah, uh, yeah, the, the Stone Roses, Stone Band, um... Twelve Stones, Blackstone Cherry. Temple Pilots. Where's Stone in that name, woman? Stone Temple Pilots. Now you said, and we've listed that already. I didn't hear that one. We, I mean, that's because I said it in Australia, and that's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, if you can think of any others, call in. The number is 646-652-4930. And internationally, that is 001. Six four six six five two four nine three zero. Oh, Oz, you missed um something great last week. I called up um United Airlines and challenged them to a fight. 
<laughs> they can see them straight away, right? No, no, that's just it. The first person, they didn't have a clue. No, let me put you first to that supervisor. He, he went along with it. Fair credit to him. He goes, no, we're not down for an ad service anymore. I said, uh, can, I, can I get a flight? Some, uh, something in the cruiserweight category. I, I, I have to check afterwards. By IOC, if you look at the International Olympic Committee weight standards for boxing, I'm a super heavyweight. <laughs> but, is, you know, I could probably lose enough weight to get back into the cruiserweight. I'd have to go on like, a crash diet, but not that I've ever competed in the IOC. But anyway. The Queens of Stein. Never heard of them, but yeah, we'll go for it. There's got to be a band called Rock Paper Scissors just, or something just, like that. How about, how about, how about, all right, Sly and the Family Stone? Yeah, yeah, like it. Josh Good. Stone? 12 Stone, I've already said that. that. Josh Stone. Oh, Josh Stone, yeah, we'll go for that one. Um, Andrew Stone, who used to do like Neo Jazz Soul singing. I'm thinking of at the moment. Um, you had that um, one that uh, was competing for the bad bitch of pop with Britney Spears, Cristona Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of like 30 seconds. I've got, there's got to be someone to name I can take the piss out of. Something drugs. Something drugs related. Not like I'm saying Cristina Aguilera has ever done drugs. I'm just saying that if you bought her albums, you probably are doing drugs. Mm. It's kind of like when Peter Griffin was her agent. Do you remember that flashback, Oz? You ever seen that one? Actually, you know, you can always put... Ja- yeah. I was thinking about Jamie Stone, who was the old Scottish Liberal Democratic politician. I think he used to be in a band when he was younger. The only thing is, Tony Blair was in a band for Ugly Rumours, which I find ironic. Um, crap, come on, there's got to be something else. This is the best part of the show. I'm not that it's difficult to say that this is the best part of the show. It's kind of like saying that Chlamydia is the best STD. That's a, that, that's a tagline for this show. Almost no, just no, no, that, that is, that is, no, 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 no. The best death to is stupidity. Fucking hell, Jen's contracted that for God knows how long then. The what? <laughs> <laughs> the defence restaurant. Fine. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, exhibit A. <laughs> Thing is, Jen wants me to give her some STDs. She's already picked names for as well. Kristen is the name of the boy, Natalie is the name of the girl. Uh, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're the one that wants to. You're the one that wants to have kids with me, and you're saying I'm the one that's not right. Nothing wrong with having kids, love, but having them with me. How do you reckon that's going to work out for you? Uh, I don't know how it's going to work out. Little minions walking around driving me crazy. I'm trying to drive you crazy. That would be awesome. Could you imagine him walking around and you crazy? <laughs> I told you I'd be awesome. Coat 
Yeah, it's called Everyone, and they meet at a bar on a Friday night. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna be chasing after the kids with some yellow paint and some dungarees. <laughs> took, took you a second to hit off. <laughs> no, it don't got it right away. Have you seen the trailer for this book when we free? No, no, not there's, there's been two trailers so far. Hmm. Because, because one wasn't big enough for them to do the whole movie, right? We got about. Well, it was. Ta- it took them a whole two trailers to make the film. One trailer wasn't enough. You do realise it had already been pre-commissioned, so they didn't need to greenlight it. So I know, but it's like Deadpool three was made in one trailer. The, the only the only time when two trailers are not big enough is when they're delivering well, well, breakfast. They don't need a. They don't. No, they. they, they, yeah, they, you know, they the studio didn't need any just because only three because they only needed a trailer. Everything was cartoon. Right. Mm. Um, yes. Okay. Maybe. Possibly. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. All right, Len. I'll, I'll have you seen the trailer for Deadpool two. No. I mean, l- 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 I, I never bothered looking for it after seeing Deadpool one. You already decided you have seen the, the second one, yeah? <laughs> well, I might go. And wa- I might watch the film, but I'm not going to be really enthused unless it's better than Deadpool one, and I don't think that's going to happen. It's how often is the second movie better than the first? Mission Impossible. Second movie. Okay, well, that's better than the yeah, first. Star it's Trek. That's a rarity, though. All right, Star Trek. Wrath of Khan was better than the original. Mm-hmm. The second I mean, the movie, I'm not so really. Third, yes. You reckon the You reckon Search for Spock was better than? <laughs> Good one. It was better than the first one. Yeah, but it ain't as good as the second one, purely because I'm... John! And what, Doesn't what an matter anymore. Run the boy's dead. Into Darkness. What an innovative twist there. Having Kirk die instead, instead of the old pointy ears, you know? Ah, but did he really die? What? Kirk? No, he was revived with Khan's blood. Yeah. When they thought when they thought he popped his clog, they uh, gave him Khan's augmented blood. Yeah. Khan never technically died in that either, despite the fact in the original movie he was blown up. When well, I think they had the five different actors for um for me, I'll point here Spock in the third movie. <coughs> Excuse me. That wouldn't surprise me at all. They had a bit different ages, didn't they? They had to have. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I love you, my Jen. Mm-hmm. I love you, my Jen. Just had to put that in there. Cause I'm not stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, come love. You are telling me you'd be with me if it weren't for me getting you the sponsors for your Twitch stream and all the free games. How many yeah. hours have you played Elder Scrolls 5-4 now? Oh, I haven't for a while. 
Yeah, but it's 400 hours. I checked recently. But I haven't played in a while, so... Yeah, but I still checked. It was 400 hours recently. May love. May love. Mind you, you're going to be rocking some uh, Elder Scrolls online, ain't you? Now, right now, I gotta go. I gotta get myself ready for bed so I can get up for work tonight. I can get you ready for bed. I'll bet you can. How about you go to work for me? <laughs> Tuck you in, nice and snug, nice warm duvet around you. Perhaps a mug of uh, coffee. Oh, I like that better. You're gonna clarify. You didn't say the word tuck. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Uh, oh, I got the Alan. The, 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 it, the letter T is near the letter on uh, the keyboard, yes. <laughs> no, but besides, if I were to fuck her in, I'd privatise her pension plan. <laughs> Too shy. I know, I know someone who works at the post office. She said, I've worked at the post office for 40 years and I've never been fucked. So I bought shares and privatised her pension plan. Uh-huh. I mean, even Thatcher said that privatising the post office would be wrong because she didn't want to put a price on the Queen's head. I'm thinking we don't have to because it's in the corner. It says first class. I mean, do you have, like, in Australia, do you have, like, first class and second class post, or is it just post? Uh, you've got um, just standard post, and that basically now takes about a week or two to get through, where it used to be, like, next day. And now you've got express post and you've got next day post. Next day post takes three to four days and express post takes uh, under a week. Yeah, because I mean, we've kind of got the same things here. We've got like the guarantee, loads of sort of like your express. But it's, 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 called, it's called next day post, but you don't get it the next day. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, day loads, loads over here are sort of like specialist posts. We've got like the standard deliveries. You've got first class, which is one to three days, and you've got. Second class, which is two to five days. <clears throat> and then, of course, you've got the other one where you pay them extra fortune, I think 10 bucks extra, and that's if you want someone to actually sign when they pick up the package to make sure it actually got there. Mm, yeah, here it don't cost that much, but, I mean, it's this case of, you know, do we actually need two different standards? I mean, what does what's second, I mean, does second class post not get to watch the in-car movie or something like that, you know? They've sort of, like, got a de- they've got one of those things you put over, like, the headrest for the kids playing sort of like a movie that you've all seen before. The first class post is just there, like watching it, feigning interest. And you've got the second class post behind like a little curtain and I can't see through. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I find that like when I purchase things on eBay and they've got the, the options for the other post and it says you want this and this and this for an additional cost. And I say, fuck it. I just basically go to the standard post and sometimes I, you know, sometimes I've paid, I've paid next day post for something I really needed the next day. And I bought some other things and got on the next day where it said just standard post. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've had that as well. I've had stuff that's been like, uh, it said not like, two, three days delivery, and one side in like 18 hours. <coughs> Excuse me. But I mean, what I want to do, just, you know, like, hey, you get all these like people, they'll get on a plane, they'll go first class or like business class or whatever what I'm going to do what I want to do is create uh, an airline but instead of putting sort of like your first class at your front end business and your economy I want to do it the other way around but I want the seats at the economy higher up and a glass partition with first class behind it so you can enjoy your luxury flight in first class all you want but for 10 hours you are going to be looking at a working class asshole literally 
And it also means if there comes to any wars, you see the bullets coming. Yeah, but in all fairness, you know, you still get the one percent. They reckon that come a revolution, they're going to be safe. I mean, seriously, next time there is a revolution, no matter what country it's in, if it's the first world country, you know, you have all these. Oh yeah, well, we can't hurt us because we're rich. Or I could hurt you, kill you, steal all your money, and then someone would hurt me, kill me steal my money, and then they would be rich. Basically, it's socialism by murder. Every, everyone has something, but they take it off some, someone else, but then they don't get to use it because someone else takes it. There's a technical term for that. It's called ATOS. <laughs> you, you, take, you take money so from people ever, who need it, and they die. So did you ever hear anything yet? Oh, no, no, I'm still going to a tribunal. I've still got to wait for that. I like it how they try to and, throw and, it out. And, and so for that, someone's actually got to give it to us. Yeah, that, that's pretty much one. Of the, the, the other joke is, because um, there was a company called Siemens, I don't know if it's the same one it's about now, but apparently they were involved in the making of the gas chambers at Auschwitz, and apparently they are partners or part owners of ATOS and stuff now. So there is this rather dark joke around going called ATOS Match Free, which means ATOS sets you free as a parody of work sets you free, which is what was written over Auschwitz. I might must fry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but it's, I mean, with, with the whole situation at the moment, love, what they're doing is, they're saying, oh, yeah, well, what, when it says this, what it means is this. I'm thinking, well, if that's what it means, it should say that. Otherwise, if it's ambiguous, it's up for me to decide because I didn't draft that. And then when I said, okay, well, this is how I then appeal for that, or apply for that one, they then change the definition again. It's, it's kind of amazing. They might as well just say this person is disabled, not disabled, and then in brackets, you are not allowed to choose from disabled. That's pretty much how ATOS works, and their fee for that is £130 million. So basically, they expect me to live on a couple of hundred pounds a month now, and they've got a £130 million contract. Now, keep in mind that my medical conditions are untreatable, and if anything, they're only going to get worse as the years go on. And, oh, yeah, whereas the DWP said, oh, it's going to be reviewed in three years, it's, oh, yeah, it's now going to be reviewed in two years. Yeah, that's great, because as it is, that's about 18 months' time. And also, yeah, it hasn't been cured in 18 years, so it's not going to be cured in 18 months, you fuckwits. <laughs> Oh, I've got an idea. Let's put a, let's put a deadline on it, and then we'll say, "Oh yeah, well your medical condition's better, ain't ya?" Based on what, we're well, still alive. My, my favourite is there's um, a picture actually of uh, this this woman had uh, put it up, and she only had sort of like, one like arm and no legs or something like that, and she put Atos call me in for an assessment every six months in case they've grown back. And in, this is to save money. They're going to say someone, oh, you've got no limbs. We're going to keep calling you in to see if you've got no limbs. That's going to save us money. Well, it's going to make us money, and it's going to save money, but don't ask us how because we don't believe in logic. Mm. I mean, because of my, the seizure frequency has increased, I've had to have more ambulances called. I'm ha- on more medication. And the only, the only is, when they left me alone and just gave me what I was previously claiming and just said, I oh, still have to... Yeah, everything was fine. I wasn't costing the state money because I didn't like, have all this extra health treatment needed. And they weren't calling me in and I weren't taking it to a fucking tribunal. 
Apparently, according to them, you can only be depressed if you either self-harm yourself, point out if there any, anyone is out there who does self-harm because they're depressed, talk to someone, or I'm if they're on that I'm helping someone with that now, right now. Yeah. Now, I don't like... Oh, yeah, the only definition of self-harming they define is cutting your wrists. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who did a lot more than that, and exactly, I'm actually exactly. able to throw that. Exactly, but this is, you know, if you ain't cutting your wrist, you ain't self-harming, according to this lot. And, you know, I, I have, like, you can just look at my teeth and see that obviously there is self-harm there, through sort of like the apathy of being able to deal with my conditions. But it's it's just this whole kind of, oh yeah, you don't cut yourself, you're not depressed. That's pretty much how society looks at it as well. We're being judged by... Yeah. Our society and society looks at people like me. Oh, you ain't got a limb, you ain't crawling out of both sides of your mouth, you're not disabled. That's pretty much how ATOS like, have done it. You, we're not yeah. being, you're being judged by a company. It isn't, it isn't an assessment, it's effectively a work interview that's an interrogation. You know, when you, when you rocked up to these, like, you know, things, they treat, back when DWP done it, they would ask you to fill in some forms, they would ask a letter from your doctor or from your specialist and they would say, this is what we, we've decided if there's any problems, let us know occasionally they would call you in for an assessment, they would say, hey, you doing not a lot, yeah, still so they treated you with respect, they treated you like a person, you know but ATOS, their capability, their capability oh, he's not disabled, can we have our money now? yeah, sure Oh, don't worry about it screwing his life in. Yeah, you know, we've done our part. And the government will say, well, they said that, you know, you're not disabled, so it's up to them. And you're like, no, you contracted them, you fuckwits. <sighs> anyway, we are at the end of another show now. Oh, my God. Okay. And we have the tools. <laughs> we have the talent. It's Miller time. And um, we say thanks to a gentleman here. What the hell? What the hell is cool ever? What the hell is that? I'm not even playing that stuff. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my. I'm not worthy! I'm not worthy! I didn't even play that song. I'm two, three down. Alright. Oh. It must have been Evil Scott that did that. Yeah. Oh, so we'll say thanks to you as well. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, ribs. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, ribs. Chili, baby back, ribs. Now, guys, this is going to sound a lot like Gemini Syndrome uh, Basement, but it's actually going to be a live performance, actually orchestrated by Chopin himself, of his fifth. I'm taking the mick, love, by saying it's a different song. So, good night, yeah. Gemini Syndrome and Basement. Come on, come